welcome to the show. My name is uh, Enoch Mkoma. Uh, today we are discussing women and power, specifically to narrow down the issue of impeachments that is going around. I want to believe that uh, Kenya has qualified women who deserve legitimate shots at leadership roles. However, they need support from the community. They need support from the leadership of this country. They need support from their families and all this. But what is playing out at the moment in Kenya is a, a situation that is quite unfortunate for women. Given that Kenya had only three governors who were elected in 2017, an improvement from 2013, their election was more of a reflection that going forward we shall have more and more women being elected into the leadership positions. But it's becoming a challenge. Yes, um, Enoch. Uh, my name is Richard Makumi. And uh, as you're hearing, we're talking about women in power and uh, specifically the impeachment. You, <coughs> you're, 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 Enoch, you're saying uh, ladies are not being given a fair chance as uh, equal as uh, women. Uh, I know you, we're talking about the three governors, uh, Joyce, um, Joyce Lobos, Laboso, and uh, Anwai Guru, and Charity Ngilu. Uh, okay, <coughs> in their positions, yes, they are being impeached, but are there reasons, are the reasons of the people who are trying to impeach them uh, fair, you know, in terms of, are they really just uh, taking advantage that these are ladies and they can be pushed around? Because um, in the example of Waiguru, we're talking about a county that she's been running for the last three Three, three and a half years right now, and uh, it was rated last, uh, the last in uh, development. So with those kind of results, don't you think, and also with the issues of um, corruption, don't you think these guys have a fair claim to say that she's not uh, the right person to lead that county? Uh, to me, what I think uh, is that... Uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not, it does not add up that uh, Anwe Guru is, fresh, is uh, now in the process of being impeached. Charity Ngilu will be following suit probably from next week. It just begs the question to ask, uh, do really women, is this country ready for women leadership? And there are three things I want to base on. Eh? I want to base on like uh, there are these things, there are these, there are these cultural issues, we have political issues and we have economic issues. Well, Anwai Guru, Charity Ngilu, and Joyce Laboso are among the few women in this country who have come out strongly to fight for a space that has been domiciled to men. But we can see now men 
are fighting back. As much as you want to say that maybe uh, she's being impeached because of non-performance, well, that can be there. Well, it cannot be there. To me, what I want to strongly believe is that Anne Mumbi Waiguru has not been given a fair chance. Charity Ngilu has not been given a fair chance to do what she can do. They are strong women. They have been leading, they've been in leadership of this country for quite some time. And they have proved that they are worth the work. They are up to the work. They can do it. Okay, um, let me uh, talk about Anne Waiguru. Mushimiwa Anne Waiguru, because uh, she's um, still um, the governor. Uh, we can see when she used to, when she was uh, the minister. Uh, when, when she was, the, there was also allegations that uh, she had stolen. Although those were just allegations, because everyone has is, uh, has a right to a fair trial, and, and everyone is innocent until proven guilty. But now again, when she's got in this position of governor, we're still hearing the same issue of uh, corruption and what, and uh, with, with the lack of de development. You know, I strongly believe that where, where there's smoke, there's some fire. We cannot just uh, just ignore those her past and also her current situation. You, you see, my brother, one thing I want to bring out very clearly. Anwaiguru has been a very vocal voice in this country in terms of women leadership. Charity Ngilu has been on the forefront. Joyce Laboso, against all odds, he had to down a very serious man in Isaac Ruto. And you see, what I'm thinking of these three societies, I want to, though I don't know about uh, the, 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 the cultural background of Anwaiguru and the Krinyaga people, but I want to believe that that cultural thing is still playing part in her impeachment. You look at uh, the reasons given to why she needs to be impeached. You find that uh, the threshold is too low. From what I've seen and from what I've heard, it's too low. Then you go to the next thing. What could be playing out? You realize that the county assembly, like in um, Kirinyaga, is a county assembly that has more men than women. Then you find that Anweguru will be operating in a hostile environment in an environment that discriminates her as a woman. What needs to be done? Like, going forward, we need more women to be elected in power, so that when we have a governor like in, uh, like in Kirinyaga, we need to have more women who can support her in a male-domiciled in, in male, uh, society. You're talking about uh, her development record and maybe her past. Just go back and look at facts you'll find that who were on Anwe Guru's neck before? Did, were they women? No, they were men. Anytime a woman comes up and she wants to do something perfectly, in the right way, yeah, she will be fought. And because there are few, because they are taken like uh, weak voices, you find that men are always finding their way of hitting back. Very true. Although we can see in that case of uh, Mushmiwan that uh, some of the people who are most vocal in uh, and who are really supporting her impeachment are ladies. So when, when it comes to her own senator is also talking about her, her impeachment, we're also talking about Dr. 
Godia, who is also very vocal, and uh, she's clearly taking a stance. So we, it's not the men who are only, we can't say it's only the men who are, who are just um, on her case. Everyone else is, uh, there are ladies also, who are also complaining. Uh, over that, uh, I would say that uh, maybe to some extent, women are, are their own enemies. Like it's quite surprising. The other day you saw uh, Cecily Karyuki when she was supporting Anwai Guru. Men came out in full flare telling her why she should not be doing that telling her she's a minister and she needs to do that, she needs to do that. Well, that is it. But here we have Susan Kika. We have uh, the, the, the one who was testifying against her, Dr. Godia, and others. So at the point, at the time where you need, like, uh, you want women to stand together and support one of their own, you find that there are those who are in to bring them, to bring the, 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 the others down. But for Susan Kika, that is purely political. That's purely political. And those who are supporting Anwar Guru's, women who are supporting Anwar Guru's impeachment, that's political. But I'm here to see a woman who is coming out to support Anwar Guru. We have a number of them, and uh, there are those who will still come forward. But you see, where they are placed, they cannot speak out because they are afraid of their masters. And who are their masters? Still men. So you see, the chances that Anway Guru can survive in uh, that environment where it's dominated by men are very slim. Number one, they'll make sure that she doesn't work freely. They'll make her work difficult. They'll make everything not working for her. And that's why you hear the allegations that Kirinyaga County was uh, ranked last in terms of development. It's because the environment she's operating in it's more difficult to do what? To thrive, to do development. That's very true, although a position of power in any position, maybe be it a CEO, um, director or what, they, 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 they all face challenges and not everybody can actually be a leader. But uh, the people we, we, we are electing and uh, who are being appointed, we are, we are operating under the assumption that they know that this is a male-dominated uh, industry and they are of course going to face challenges but uh, being a governor is not um, a minor position you, she, she has powers she, she, if, if, she, if anyone is being subordinate she can, uh, she can I'm sure there are, there, are, there are rules and regulations and how to deal with those kind of things so if she gives an order and it's not obeyed she, can, uh, she knows what she has to do, or at least she should know, because we are, we are looking up to her as a leader, as a person who's as the shepherd of the sheep. I, I can tell you for free that uh, partly what is facing Anwe Guru, it's because she's very tough. And uh, she has been tough on uh, some of these men who want to influence her work. That's why you see them running up and down and uh, abusing her left, right and centre. Because uh, you look at it, uh, at this point, you look at the tenders they're talking about. These guys wanted to manipulate. They wanted to coerce the MCS in Kirinyaga County from what Anwar Guru has presented. That is what they wanted. Some of these people had interest in the tenders that she awarded. But she didn't act as they wanted. 
you see being a woman a woman leader does not mean that you just rubber stamp whatever the, is brought before you she has been calling shots partly those who are complaining those who are raising complaints against her are those she fired so you can see the genesis of the problem you can see where they are coming from who are these if there are women who are fired they either hold personal vendetta against her if they are men it's because what they intended to have did not happen that's why they are fighting her but it's good that Anne has is trying to fight is trying to be strong and um, I'm quite sure that uh, she will be vindicated and she will lead Kinyaga County for the next for the remaining part of the term yeah okay um we can, we're also seeing in the other uh, the other situation they're also impeaching uh, Gilu and uh, they're also talking about um, issues with corruption and this is not the first time she's also been accused of it although she, uh, she, everyone is innocent until proven guilty but uh, when you know, when you hear every position they get into there's always a scandal there are some people will never hear about and uh, I'm not saying they're innocent but they're not in a limelight being called uh, corrupt and what and, and and it's true some money is missing and her position as a leader she cannot tell people that uh, she doesn't know what happened or, or you know then why is she boss another thing the gilu start now that one is purely though it's a political process gilu is operating in an environment that uh, cannot favor her given that majority of the mcs are wiper her party has very few MCs, so she's operating with people who are in the opposition. And these people in the opposition cannot support her agenda because they are looking at 2022. They want to ensure that Gil does not perform. Who is behind all these politics is one Kalonzo Msioka. Kalonzo Msioka is on record. In 2017, his candidate, his candidate, of, candidate of, of choice was, um, was uh, Dr. Julius Malombe was the wiper candidate. Now, he, he has never supported Charity Ngilu. That's why he's pushing his MCS to coerce Ngilu so that Ngilu can work as they want. And you see, Ngilu has been brave enough. Ngilu has been brave enough. He has told them, now, let's recall. Let's go back to the voters. If you don't want to work, but I'll not be intimidated to do what you want me to do. I'll do what people want me to do. They are making it difficult through the budget. They are making it difficult in their own words. She cannot do the work. Reason? They are male. The male factor is playing it big there. But I can still tell you this. Gilu can be impeached at the county level, but her impeachment process will not go through at the Senate. She will lead the county for the next two years and she will finish her term. Okay, I'm sentimental to the, to the, to the plea of ladies and uh, women in general that uh, they've really been um, suppressed in the past and uh, even till the current, uh, even till this 21st century, only till recently where we're seeing them actually being given these positions. Although they can't always, uh, always when, when there's a disagreement with them, they jump to the issue where they're saying, you know, they're doing this because I'm a lady. We, if we let that go on, that would be the only excuse we'll always be using. 
But right now, we're not even, we're not, we're, no one is going there to impeach and saying, you know, I'm impeaching a coach, she's a lady. They're going there with um, some facts and some, and some evidence, and they're talking about she's not performing. That was very clear with the last assessment of the counties. And also the fact uh, there's some money missing, and someone has to be accountable. And we cannot, uh, and her as the boss, it falls on her, on her lap. Well, it, maybe, maybe it's true she didn't know what was going on, but if she didn't know, that means it's incompetency. Do, do you read some sabotage from uh, the men in women leadership, like in Ngilo's, in Ngilo's, uh, in Ngilo's situation and uh, Waiguru's situation? There is, an, uh, there is an act of sabotage. And who are doing this sabotage? They are men, just to ensure that these people come down. These are easy target points, women. Why the problems that Kitui County is facing, the problems that uh, Kirinyaga County is facing, are just these problems cut across. Even these other counties are facing the same problems. If they were to bring in impeachment motions, the allegations, the grounds for impeachment will just be the same. But why are you not seeing them in these other counties? It's because men there are dictatorial. They are playing dictatorship. They are imposing. They are authoritative. Why is it easy for women? It's because they are an easy target. Discrimination. Hostility. That's what is playing out. But going forward, we must support these women. Uh, if we're talking about the fact that uh, her, the majority of her her subordinates, her MCAs and whatnot are uh, from, difficult, uh, from different political parties and also male. We saw what Kibaki, Kibaki, uh, there was a time he, he was, uh, he, was uh, he, he had the minority in government and uh, he did a lot, he did a lot. Okay, yes, we can say he's male, but to be in these positions, you have to be a certain kind of different person because we're talking about leaders and that's, not, that's why there's not everyone is a leader. That's why some are chosen, be it by the people, be it by the companies, they're chosen because of their, their assertiveness and, their, and what they do. And so I don't think it's a good presidency to just uh, to start um, letting people get away because they, they, they are a minority, because they, they start saying, you know, everyone will always use that as an, as an excuse. I'm a lady, that's why I'm not, and nothing is working. The pressure is too much, you know, you can also just step aside. To live in, the culture does not favor them, the political turbulence does not favor them, um, the economy does not also favor them. They need the support of the leaders who are already in place, of the men who are in leadership positions. You must know that this country has a constitution that dictates that a third of any leadership positions in government or whatever should go to women. If we cannot support these women and bring them up, then we are doomed to fail. Women leaders have proved to this country that women can be successful in leadership positions. We've seen ministers We've seen corporates, we've seen the likes of Sarah Sarem, we've seen the likes of Nancy Masharia, who is heading the TSC Commission. We've seen many, many, the likes of Agnes Odhiambo and others who are doing well in leadership positions. We just need to change the mentality, support them, have them in power and respect them in power and 
let them do what they can do and this society shall be better placed that's my take and uh, okay Enoch. um as to in conclusion let me just say kenya has a long way to go in terms of supporting women and uh i hope uh, the, the, the truth when the truth comes out it's not going to be that it's uh, because of uh, gender that that's why they're trying to impeach them but um i guess we'll have to see Lastly, what I can, uh, as I finish, uh, I can uh, tell you for free that uh, the top leaders, Zuhuru Mwegei Kenyatta, Raila Odinga, and uh, the rest will not allow Anweguru to be impeached. Charity Ngilu will not be impeached, and we shall have them for the next two years until their term ends. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being in this show. Let's keep praying for them. Let's keep supporting women. They are good people. They are our sisters, our mothers, and everything we need in this world. A progressive world needs women. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Anak.